What is going on, everybody? You're listening to the J Red Show on Anchor and Spotify. Super Bowl 57 is all set in what is being dubbed the Andy Reid Bowl. As Andy Reid and his Kansas City Chiefs will take on the Philadelphia What is going on, everybody? You're listening to the J Red Show on Anchor and Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Super Bowl 57 is all set in what is being dubbed the Andy Reid Bowl. As Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs will be taking on Andy Reid's former team, the Philadelphia Eagles. In the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs beat the Bengals 23-20. Patrick Mahomes was 29-43, 326 yards, two touchdowns. On the other end, Joe Burrow was 26-41, for 270 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. In the, this game frustrated Bills fans because because Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo, Spagnuolo, Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo, and the Chiefs defense did to the Bengals what Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier, and the Bills defense failed to do. They put pressure on Burrow. It's all about scheme. The Bills did zero to try to generate any pressure. They just relied on guys playing straight and beating the opposition. Watching the Chiefs makes me so infuriated with Frazier. Now it's hard to tell where the blame mostly goes to, whether it's more Sean McDermott or where it's more Leslie Frazier. We've seen McDermott take over play calling duties occasionally, and the base defense is mostly from McDermott's other stops, though they mirror exactly what Frazier used previously. I just think Frazier has much a much bigger role than being let on here. He creates the defensive game plan, installs wrinkles, and sets coverages, calls the plays. We have ample interview evidence and in interviews, including from Frazier McDermott saying this. We also have players saying that McDermott became way more lax on direct control in 2021. However, there is I do want to see McDermott to be better. Um, he needs to improve his game management. I mean, the two playoff games this year, it just reminded me of rookie, rookie year McDermott level performances. Those are the aspects that make me feel that he's ultimately the biggest hurdle to a Super Bowl even if they do replace Frazier and Dorsey. I'm not on the fire McDermott train yet, but I really need to see some kind of evolution heading into this, um, heading into next season. As for the Chiefs, I mean, on one hand, for the fans calling for Sean McDermott to be fired, you can look at Andy Reid and you can say the same thing. He got fired from Philadelphia because he could not get the Eagles over the hump. But then he goes to Kansas City and um, he finally wins the he he gets to the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl um, 
three years ago and then makes it three times in the last four years. Yes, the officiating was atrocious, but um, Kansas City did deserve this win. Mahomes just had the best performance of his um the bet of all the AFC. This is the fifth AFC Championship game in the row that featured the Chiefs, and um, it was Mahomes' best performance, the best performance of all those Super Bowl of all those AFC Championship game appearances. And what's really impressive about this is that Mahomes um overcame a sprained ankle to do it. He was missing some wide rece- he was missing some wide receivers to injuries. And yet he overcame all that to um beat the um to go to beat the Bengals. As the NFC championship, the Eagles dominate the 49ers 31 to 7. Um Jalen Hurst was 15 for 25, 121 yards. For San Francisco, they played three different court. They played t- Brock Purdy was four for four for 23 yards before he got injured. Josh Johnson was seven for 13. Plain and simple, San Francisco's quarterback luck ran out. Brock Purdy was a feel good story, but just just rotten quarterback luck. First Trey Lance, then Jimmy Garoppolo. Then Brock Purdy all went down one by one by one. Josh Johnson couldn't move the ball, and the Eagles easily won this game, having an easy path to the Super Bowl. Blowing out the Giants, then blowing out the um, e- blowing out the um, Eagles, the, not the Eagles, blow out the Giants and blow out the 49ers. Now some keys to the game for the Super Bowl. The Eagles feature one of the most potent offenses in the NFL, averaging 28.1 points per game. Miles Sanders leads Philadelphia's rushing attack with 1,269 yards, averaging 4.9 yards per carry, and scored 11 rushing touchdowns. Yet in, in the victory over San Francisco, he had 11 carries for 42 yards. Hurts has found the end zone to, to um, 15 times. For the Chiefs, Mahomes had 41 passing touchdowns all season by Mahomes. I think he is the best quarterback in the league. Um, he is the youngest quarterback of all time, reaching the Super Bowl for a third time in league history. The strength in Kansas City is their offense, which is ranked in the first in the NFL in total yards, passing yards, and scoring. The Eagles' key to victory is just keep Mahomes off the field. The rushing success has allowed the Eagles to time, dominate the postseason time of possession, which could be vital weapons against the Chiefs' explosive offense. Because if you allow Mahomes to get the ball, he will make you. If they allow Mahomes to get the ball, they will burn them. Key for the game for Kansas City is that Kansas City needs to keep blowing us away. That way, um, he he suffered an ankle injury, and we thought that might have hurt him, but it didn't. But we think back to the Super Bowl two years ago, how he got injured versus Cleveland, um, came back to beat Buffalo easily, and then they got dominated by Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. The Eagles' pass rush must dominate and get to Mahomes' face. They produced 70 sacks on four defensive linemen all season. I mean, just getting that pressure on Mahomes. And also, Kansas City needs to do what they did to Cincinnati. Just keep getting the pressure on Philadelphia. It's going to be a really close Super Bowl. But I predict Kansas City to win it. I just think they have the most experience. They have the better quarterback. I think their dynasty continues. 
And I just look at this, the escape of the NFL, and I know after beat about what are the expectations um, for the Buffalo Bills heading into the future. Basically, the original thought process was Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are the Tom Brady Patriots. They are going to be a dynasty. Whereas Josh Allen and the Bills are the Peyton Manning um, Colts. That, and, we're, and Bills fans are hoping for just one in the Josh Allen era. I mean, but, but the Bills did beat the Chiefs in the regular season twice and were 13 seconds away from beating them last year. So... That's why a couple Bills, that's why some Bills fans are kind of expecting a dynasty. But with this coaching staff, we're back to, we're pretty much back to where square one. Bats is thinking that Mahomes is going to be the dynasty, and Bills fans are hoping for at least one and hope they don't become the Phillip Rivers Chargers. I think Josh Allen's fit better than Phillip Rivers. So I'm. So I'm leaning towards where the Peyton Manning Colts. I mean, yes, ultimately there needs to be some changes to the offensive scheme and the coaching staff. I mean, not, not saying McDermott needs to be fired, but there needs to be some changes to the defense, to the, to the coaching staff. Because for three years in a row, the Bills just laid an egg in um, the playoffs. Just Leslie Frazier's defense came up flat. 38 points allowed against Kansas City two years ago. 42 allowed last year. This year, only 27 points allowed versus Cincinnati, but just another game where the defense just didn't show up. But, but with that said, I am the eternal optimist. And I will say this. Josh, I compared us to the Peyton Man Colts. And I'm going to stick to that. We got to remember that Josh Allen is young. He is only 26 years old. He was 30 years old when he won the Super Bowl. So was Drew Brees. Aaron Rodgers was 28 when he won the Super Bowl. So the Bills did not blow their best opportunity to win the Super Bowl. As long as Josh Allen is on their quarterback. They will have plenty of chances. To win the Super Bowl. And honestly. Well look at it next year. I mean I'm not saying there's no chance of it happening. But it's going to be hard to imagine the Bills win the Super Bowl next year. With where they are with the salary cap. With where Cincinnati and Kansas City are. And with these coach, with the coaching staff and the scheme, my hope is that by 2024. So I think next year is going to be a retooling year for the Bills, a step backwards. They should still be good. They should still win the division. But I think the Bills will be like I predicted the Bills will be like an 11 win team. My hope is that by 2024, they will have a new system around Josh. An open salary cap, and that's what puts them over the hump for the Super Bowl.
Darren 2024. But I'm also predicting and hoping, I mean, these predictions could go very wrong, that not only will the Bills have a chance at the Super Bowl, but the Sabres could have a shot at the Stanley Cup in starting in 2024. This year's Sabres are only one point back of the second wild card spot held by the Pittsburgh Penguins. If they beat the Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow, they will be in a playoff spot in February. It's been a long time since we said that. This team is starting to get it together. If they don't make the playoffs this year, they should make it next year. But you just look at the stats. Tage Thompson... 34 goals, 68 points. Rasmus Dahlin, 14 goals, 55 points. Alex Tuck, 23 goals, 54 points. Jeff Skinner, 20 goals, 50 points. Dylan Cousins, 17 goals, 43 points. This looks like a core that could open a Stanley Cup window. And you know what? I'm going to predict it will happen by 2024. I think these next, this year they will be either in the playoffs or at least close to a playoff spot. We'll see what Kevin Adams does at the deadline. He should be a buyer. It could use a defenseman under... Um, they could use a young defenseman to help out Dolan. I think Scott Mayfield, the New York Islanders, could fit that department, could fit that. He's six for five, right-hand defenseman, cheap. You might want to go. They also might want to go after. I don't want to see much changes to the forwards. I like to leave as for them as is. They're the youngest team in the league and not a serious contender. All the kids have their moments, and the best for them is and the best thing for them is experience. I like to see what they, we've got for them for a longer period of time before training someone. I have been hearing some tweets about trading Victor Olsson, but I think he's every guy. But I think he's a guy every contending team needs. And when he's young enough to be still be good, and they are in the hunt a couple years, I think he should be. He'll be a great fit for the team. Um, I, I would like to see it or play someone on the defense on the left. I'll have to see a third pairing on the left defensive side replacing Bryson. Um, maybe Cal Claw can finish and put in that spot. But I think he's a tweener. He can fill that role well for a few games. But for a spanned period of time, he'll get exposed. When this team is playing as well as they are right now, it's hard to say who what should be replaced in the forward group. I think they could use a power forward type that can score. But we'll see what these kids can do. It's possible they are learning how to play through their heavier teams. Do, you need a do the Sabres need a bunch of assets? I still think they are, they are still in the feeling out stage. So, what are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRed Show. But like I said, in again, I'm I think the future is very bright for Buffalo sports. Again, these predictions could go very wrong. These, um, this could all go horribly wrong. But I am predicting that by 2024 and beyond. 
there could be a, a year where the Bills win the Super Bowl, or at least, and where the Sabres win the Stanley Cup. We'll, be, we'll see what Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, um, Kevin Adams, and Don Granado, how they handle it. But this is going to be a very exciting period for Buffalo sports if it goes right. Outside of Buffalo, the two big sports stories everyone's following is Alexander Ovechkin's quest to break Wayne Gretzky's record and LeBron James' quest to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Alex Ovechkin at the time of the quarter has 812 goals, 82 goals away from um, breaking the record by Ovechkin. I mean, I think he's going to do it. I mean, this is something. A few years ago, I thought Gretzky's record was going to last forever. I mean, I know a lot of his records are unbreakable, but I thought this goal record was unbreakable. But I really think sometime next year, Ovechkin's going to break it. Probably He's probably the greatest goal scorer of all time. In basketball, LeBron James just continued to shatter records. He is now 82 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Um, he is now fourth all-time in total assists. He is the first player in NBA history to, to score, score a triple-double. I mean, he is the only reason to watch the Lakers right now because that team stinks. Despite LeBron James breaking doing all his achievements, they are 13th in the Western Conference at 13 at 24 and 28. And LeBron just needs to be traded to a contender if he wants to cement his legacy. I mean, I mean the Jordan versus LeBron debate will just never stop. And no I mean, to some people, no matter what LeBron accomplishes, they will still argue that Michael Jordan is better. So what are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow, and I will see you later.